Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver, and again this week, Steve was back for a little bit, but he's got to go on vacation again. That movie just drove him crazy. He's got to he's got to unwind. He's got to relax. Like I said before, he works way harder than I do on that movie. So uh, again, to fill in, it's one of the hosts of the Sports 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 Podcast. He's a fellow comedian. We do improv together in Bro Squad 5 every week on Sundays at Second City in Los Angeles. We've done so much together. He is my production partner. He's my comedic cohort. He's back. Phil Ranta. Yeah, I think I'm officially the co-host of Curtain Jerks now. You're pretty close. I think... Yeah. I believe you are the most frequent guest on this show. It's got to be at this point, right? I'm on it like every week for the past two weeks, right? Uh, La- every other week. LaCosta's been on twice. Okay. John Mar- Morrison has been on like three times. Morrison is probably the the up uh, the other contender. We're going to have to fight for who's the official, unofficial co-host. You're going to fight for it? I'll fight him for it. All right. I, like I've stood, I've been on stage with, with John Morrison before. Yeah. And it's hard it, to tell you two apart. It's hard, right? It's, it's really hard. I look like so, uh, like if John Morrison got his hair cut and then got beat in the face a bunch of times and then just lost all his muscle. Yeah. Be me. And his face, his head was a giant potato. Right. His head was, it would also have to be that. Well, that would be from the beating. It would swell up mm-hmm. and become the world's largest head, which I have. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a really large cranium. It's crazy, right? You know what I need? I need a photo from you, a hand-selected photo to put on our Facebook page because I got a little section of all the uh, of all the guests from the show. Yeah, and I let's put, do I put this. Up fun photos of everybody. Good. I, well, I need to take a fun photo then. I don't you have anything to, fun. You got a lot of serious photos. Yeah, I do. Very serious. I don't. Uh, fun is t- comes hard for me. Does it's it? a hard thing sometimes. Phil, it shouldn't be hard because you're on a show about wrestling. We are comedians who love wrestling, and each and every week we bring you the fun and funny that is wrestling. Yeah, that exposition just went down like butter. Yeah. Mmm. Shove it in there. Yeah. Shove butter in you. Shove butter in my face. Like the Amish do. That's how they recruit. Do they? They churn butter in uh, recruits' mouths? Yeah. The little. Come on, eat it, Rook. And that butter churner is a person that's upside down. Right, just go... I hate iPads. <laughs> that's how you get jumped into uh, being Amish. That's how you get jumped in. It's good to know. Yeah, that's why they got that show uh, Amish Mafia. Yeah, I saw previews for that. Don't know what it's about. I assume it's like uh, Sopranos. That's a show that'll never fulfill what you want it to be. Right. I have a feeling it's just catty Amish people, right? The cattiest. Ugh, it's the worst. So not only do we have Phil in studio today, we're talking wrestling. We've got Wrestling Memes own Tom Anstey talking with Sebastian, one half of the geezers. Whoa. You know the geezers? You know no. geez, have you heard this this term geese, Phil? I've heard that geezers is a uh, a a uh, bad like old like old people if you want to insult them. Right. I know that. But the term geese, do you know geese? No. I don't know geese. It's a thing. It's a phenomenon. Stone Cold is talking about it. They're the geese. They're bringing geese. They're 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 revolutionizing geese. It's a whole thing. We can't ignore it. So Tom talked to Sebastian about it. One half of them. He also went to Download Festival and talked to a bunch of guys: Marty Scroll, Eddie Dennis, Jimmy Havoc. We're gonna have a lot of those interviews coming up. But today. We have Sebastian, one half the geezers, coming up. He's going to explain a little bit about it and also a little bit of trouble he had with uh, 
uh, Kim Jong-un, I believe. Whoa, like face-to-face trouble? Or like I read, read about it on CNN.com and now I'm like, ooh, that guy, girl. Uh, you probably did read about it on CNN. So that whole story will be revealed. Uh, he pissed off North Korea and it's a hell of a story. Oof. So you're you're going to really enjoy that. They story. got the nukes. You got to be careful about that. You they got the nukes. Careful. You can't piss them off. No. And those polite Brits, they can, it's, it could still happen quite easily. Yeah. They're like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Did we make you? Mad. Right, exactly. Tea slurp. Kiss me bum. No, eat a crumpet and listen to the bass. Yeah, right. the crumpet's their wiener. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Yeah. Just the little wieners, though. Stop playing with your crumpet. <laughs> you go blind. <laughs> um, Phil, so there's so much going on in wrestling. TNA is one of the, the shows that's, that's going tits on. Tits and ass. Tits and ass. You yep. gotta love the tits and ass wrestling. Right. It's so wonderful to always tell somebody. It's like... Oh, yeah, this is the show TNA. What, Tits and Ass? Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Oof. You can say WWE all day long. You're going out on dates. You're trying to impress a lady. You're trying to talk about what you do and say, like, hey. Oh, Wiener Wang Enterprises? <laughs> Not what WWE stands for? <laughs> What's that again? Wiener Wang Enterprises. Oh, oh God. Uh, ROH? Uh, 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 ROH is something else I enjoy. I like to watch ROH. It's great wrestling that they have on there. ROH. Reaming obese elephants? Oh, wait. Elephants <laughs> doesn't start with an H. Yeah, uh, so, uh, Reaming obese humans, right? Oh, damn. Rim-jobbing um, obese humans. Oh, God. Uh, I got to give up my habits. <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, it's the internet age. Everyone's watching porn all the time. Are they? Yeah. Good. Well, I am. Me... I hope everybody else is. It's that makes free. Me feel there. Very comfortable now. Yeah, exactly. You're not alone. Hey, thanks for uh, thanks for cutting out the audio of the porn that you're watching. Hey, right anytime. Now and listening to curtain jerks yeah. instead. Oh, you weren't talking to me. No, okay. I'm talking to, well, I think you uh, you have your laptop open, so I just That's assume. True. No, there's definitely porn going on. Good. Because you can watch it for free. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. You can find individual people. In the future, it's going to be like um, classmates.com for porn. Oh, like the, the Facebook of porn where you just see all of your friends and yeah, exactly. doing... You know someone's going to launch that site. And then it's for like all of you that are proud to have sex on camera, just search a person. It'll be like ancestry.com where you can follow Leafs and find your family tree all having sex with each other. Phil, it's probably already there. We just don't know. Yeah, it probably is. Man, it's so geese. What does that mean? It's so geese. I don't know what that means. Phil, what's super geese is Kurt Angle. Yes. Kurt Angle fought two competitors in one night at Destination X. He had Rockstar Spud, uh, guest of the show. Right. The show. Yep. Um, he cashed in his, uh, his X Division championship for a chance at Kurt Angle. Whoa. That was at the beginning of the show. Fought him courageously didn't get the job done oh that's too bad but a hell of an underdog story and then at the end of the night we had austin aries cashing in his feast or fire briefcase for a chance at the world championship kurt angle's already been through a hellacious match gets the job done austin he got aries it done gets beat kurt angle wins oh takes out both guys Jeez, good friend you know when i went and saw conan uh, in New York City, this would have been late 90s or early 2000s. So he was the guest. Late night with Conan O'Brien. Kurt Angle was the guest? Kurt Angle was the guest. Get out of here. And at that time, I actually like was watching Kurt Angle. Right, I was watching wrestling way more regularly at that right. point. And yeah, he was mostly talking about the Olympics. That would have been two... Th- wait. Oh, it was in the Olympics? No, so it was It was definitely w- like maybe World 2000 or Wang 2001. Enterprises yet? Yeah, he, I don't think he was in World Wang Enterprises oh, yet. Oh, okay. 
So 2000, 2001, Kurt Angle was on there. Yeah. What was a funny anecdote that he told you? I don't remember anecdotes. I remember that he had hair because then I saw him later and he had his head shaved. And I'm like, that doesn't look anything like the guy I saw. (laughs) Where's all the hair? (laughs) Uh, Who were the other guests on that show? I don't even remember. You, I just remember it was Kurt, Kurt Angle. Angle. stuck out that much. I think he was the second guest, too. I, no, wait. Um, the Oh, God. Uh, the guy who's now the star of Wayward Pines. What? I don't know what that is. Treat Williams? No. he's uh, It's not Matt Dillon, but it's a guy that looks like Matt Dillon. Oh, a guy that looks like Matt Dillon. Um, Don Cheadle. Yes, it was Don Cheadle. No. <laughs> I, I don't remember. He was another... Uh, no, wait, it wasn't that guy. He was the it's um the guy that was in season one of American Horror Story. He was the main guy. Oh, in it. uh it's not Dermot Mulroney. Right, it's Dylan, Dylan McDermott. McDermott. It was Dylan McDermott and Kurt Angle wow. on Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Wow, okay. That might have been the first time I ever saw celebrities. Too. Really? Yeah. First... I mean I grew up in Michigan, so that was like the first time I was in that was the biggest city I've ever been to and the only time I ever saw a face to face celebrity. Wow. Yeah. But and it was Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott and Kurt Angle. Yeah, and I was like, wee, Dylan McDermott and Kurt Angle. If someone finds this show on YouTube, Daily Motion, or whatever, please send it our way. Tweet it at Curtain Jerks or at Phil Ranta. Yeah. I'd like to see it, too, so at both of us. Yeah, I would like to relive my childhood a little bit. You know, my favorite, one of my favorite episodes of all time, Late Night with Conan O'Brien, the panel was uh, Tom Selleck. Nice. Um, and in between Tom Selleck and the next guest, they did a, a sketch about, um, I think he had just grown his mustache back after having it, or he was shaved. I can't remember. But they did this whole sketch about his mustache was in the hospital. <laughs> so he had to go visit it. And then he ends up smothering his mustache with a tiny pillow. That's amazing. So that was super funny. And then it was the big show. Whoa. Tom Selleck stuck around. So it was Tom Selleck and the big show talking. Uh, so that was really fun. And then it was Dr. Sue Johansson. Oh, the sex one. The sex, the old lady yeah, who's who like, talks about take sex. Take your penis. Mm-hmm. Put your penis inside the vagina. So that one. They all stuck around. So it's Tom Selleck and Big Show like getting creeped out along with Conan. She puts some dildo across her jaw. Nice. And starts talking and it's just waggling. And they're all disgusted. Why? That's good comedy right there. That's right, not... right. But they're all just horrified at this old woman with a wang dangling from her face. He could have used that as his mustache. Replacement <laughs> mustache. He very well could have used a big old wang. But that, that was my favorite episode of Late Night with Conan O'Brien. Yeah, as we say, both with wrestlers in them. Yeah, there you go. They're good entertainers. They're great entertainers. Yeah. But Kurt Angle so won two straight matches. Two straight matches. He beat off two competitors. You know, I think of, like, when I do exercise. It doesn't happen much. When I do exercise. You do P90X. Fuck off. You I do, do P90X. But can you that's imagine? That's like a, a year's worth of exercise in one session. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm swole. But, uh... <laughs> That's so geese. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I know what swell means. Do you even lift, bro? Um, yeah, I, I can't imagine doing P90X and then having someone be like, all right, go do P90X again. I'd be like, no, I'm just going to kill myself instead. How long do you do P90X for? It's an hour a morning. An hour? Yeah. Oh I wake God. up at like 630, do P90X, drink a protein shake, go to work. Do you take anything before you P90X? No. I, really? I'm like half asleep for the first 10 minutes of it. It helps me. Really? Yeah, I have to be delirious in order to launch into it. Okay. I tried running on an empty stomach. Like, I still try and do it every so often. It doesn't feel good. No. No. It feels terrible. I eat a lot for dinners, so I usually have some held over food in there. Okay. 
I have a friend, Troy, uh, who's listening to the show right now, Troy Barton, friend of the show. Mm. Um, he keeps threatening to buy DDP Yoga that it's going to happen. Like, I'm going to get it soon. I'm going to get it soon. He said it the other day that he's going to get it soon, and we're going to DDP Yoga together. Nice. You know what you do if you DDP Yoga together? Record you guys uh, doing it the whole time. Just set up a camera while you guys are doing like it. Like a journal? Yeah, like a journal. Like a video Upload journal? it, every single one, to YouTube. To Curtain Jerks? Yeah. To, uh, let's see, what's our YouTube? Uh, it's been a little while since I've made videos on there. Curtain Jerks Podcast. Curtain Jerks Podcast. Yeah. You're saying that Troy and I should keep a video log yeah. of us doing DDP yoga? Like, however long it is, a half hour, an hour a day, just do straight up, like, no intros, no outros. Just put it up with you guys doing the exercises. I would be fascinated to watch you guys get better and better every day. Really? And that's like you're making your own workout videos. <laughs> Via DDP yoga? Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. This I'd watch that. Okay, well, I'm going to put it out to the listener. Phil says he'd be interested in that. Would you, the listener, uh, also the viewer in this case, would you be interested in watching Troy and myself uh, do DDP yoga? I would promise that if we do this, I will wear a different wrestling shirt every session until I run out of them. There we go. And you know what? After, after DDP yoga every single time, then you guys just fight a little. Fight a little. Doesn't have to be a ton. No, God, no, no. I saw him do a slap bet with another friend of mine. Uh-oh. Uh, with another friend named Steve. Yeah. And um, no, Troy, no, no. He's an ass kicker. He's got meaty hands. Woof. And uh, he, I'm surprised the tooth didn't fly out. Really? Yeah. Woof. It was a slap bet over a line in Van Wilder, and it was the phrasing of like, no, 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 it's this line. No, 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 it's this line. What a terrible thing to get slapped in the face for. Oh, fuck. It was so great. And then Troy comes up. Like a like a goddamn cowboy, like a like a dueling six shooter. Yeah, hands at his side is waggling his right one a lot, like right. warming it up, warming it up. Mm. Steve's prepping his face, uh, and then uh, he's just waggling it and just priming it. And I'm watching Troy's right hand, and then wham, straight from the left side. Nice. That's and the way to do it. Troy's left-handed. Have you ever been slapped really hard in the face? Like, you go deaf in the ear you get slapped in a little bit. I have not. It hurts. I've been stage slapped. Yeah. But not slap slapped. Like, you really you're, you lose hearing in your ear for a second when you get slapped really hard. Who slapped you really hard? A lot of people slapped me really hard. Really? So, we had a thing in college that whenever you we... You slapped me a few times on stage. Not yeah. very stage slappy, but you didn't go crazy. No. When, we were, when I was in college, so you know Joel Anderson of the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast. I do. Him, you and, guys should him. have a slap bet every week on we, sports. We had a fair amount. We used to do a thing because Joel is a arguer. Yeah, uh, so, chronically. Chronically. So whenever we got in an argument that we couldn't solve and it was ruining the night, which happened almost every night because we didn't hang out with girls. So whenever the Why group would you guys, when you got Joel? Or yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um... So, yeah, whenever we couldn't solve an argument, we're like, just let's just slap it out. And the way that you do it is uh, the two people who are arguing, one of them slaps the other one in the face as hard as they can, and then the, they return a slap as hard as they can to the face, and then you shake hands. And that's how you end an argument. Because you work out all the aggression that you built up from arguing with each other just right. by slapping, and then you shake hands to show that you're over it. So how is it determined, then, if you're, if you're – what's one of the arguments you guys had? Like uh, about a movie or something like that. I'll give you one that okay. this. I don't remember if this ended with a slap or not, but Joel was arguing that if you teleport, then you die and you return as a different person. Wow, he's arguing that like that's the case, right? Because even though it's for a nanosecond, 
the fact that all of your molecules burst apart and then reform, you you are dead and then you are brought back to life. All right, fairly fairly interesting argument from that from that perspective. Okay, so what was your argument? My argument was if you come back as a different person, then that must mean that you believe uh, in a, a, a soul because you have to assume one soul dies and the other one doesn't, or else your brain is just recompiling. It's the same brain if you are coming from a place of logic and not religion. Then the brain reforms. It's the same brain as before. Okay. So it's the same consciousness. So you guys argue this all through the night. Yeah. And then you agree to slap it out. Yeah, because eventually you just hit a point. Usually it's other people that suggest it, right? Where they're just like, just slap each other in the face so we can keep smoking pot, right? That's usually how it goes. Uh And then you go, okay, we're not going to come to a solution. So then you both stand face to face and everyone crowds around at this point. Sure. And then you just decide who goes first, usually with awkward, like, you want to go? You want to go? Because you don't want to go first. You want to go second. Because you know how hard the other person slaps. And then usually it comes with one person slapping unexpectedly. Like, you go first. You go first. You go, what? Right? Right. And then the other person tries to match the slap of equal hardness. So there's been times where, like, the slap hasn't been as hard. If you get, like, a ringer in the face, then you really want to slap the other person hard. Right. Um, And then everyone goes, oh, after each one, because it's like a wrestling match. (laughs) Who slaps harder, you or Joel? Uh, If Joel goes second, he always slaps harder. Okay. Do you slap harder if you go second? No, I try to slap the same strength that I was just slapped. Oh, my gosh. I think on Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast as an exclusive, as a tie-in to this show, on the same network, Comedy Podcast Network, we should hear... A slap off between you and Joel. You know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna suggest it. We haven't done it in years. Yeah. So, so I think it's time. Something that is unsettled. Have a timer, maybe like a mm-hmm. t- two minutes, a minute each for each person to argue their point about something. Yeah. Or you both just yell at each other for two minutes directly. That's what we. That's the podcast. And then Jordan then says, "All right." Jordan Palmville says, "Okay." Now you two slap each other. Yeah. And we we hear who slaps harder. I like this. I like this concept. I do too. Yeah. I just, I, and also in regards to curtain jerks, I think that one time we should just film you and Steve honest to God wrestling. (laughs) I've been waiting for that episode. You want to see Steve and I wrestle? I want to see both of you guys come out like wearing your character gear to a song, get in a ring (laughs) and try to like improvise an honest to God wrestling match. Oh, like we actually wrestle, so it's yeah. not just like two brothers. <laughs> no, it's fighting. not like you guys are tumbling on the floor having tickle I fights. Say, I was gonna win that match. Yeah, you've got well, you've got lankier arms. You could like get back over here. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what I imagine total, your character is total scorpion. Yeah, scorpioning. Get, get over, over here. here. Hmm. We got a lot. Did we go off track? No, no, no. We're right on track. Okay, I'm just making sure. Phil, we're right on track. You know why? Why? Because something really crazy happened on TNA recently. We are talking about Kurt Angle and all that stuff. Yeah. They had uh, Destination X. But right before that, James Storm, the cowboy James Storm, was with Mickey James. And they were talking and there were all this stuff. Because Mickey James has a, uh, has a baby with mm. Magnus. That's real. Right. They really have a baby. They have a relationship going. They're not married. Whoa. Right. Baby out of wedlock, huh? Why would they do that to the baby? Welcome to 2015, you Man, bastard. I don't understand this world anymore. It's a different world, Phil. Yeah. It's a different world. So they're together. James Storm is uh, sort of hitting on Mickey James. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm not quite sure what his intentions are, but mm. Mickey's getting uncomfortable at this point. They're at a train station, and then uh, James Storm 
pushes Mickey James off of the the uh, the upper track part. What do you call it? The the platform. The platform, yeah. Off the platform onto the railroad tracks. But she's a mother. She is a mother. If I was that baby, I would just like rip my shirt off and be like, "Come on, motherfucker." <laughs> Cause like that's my mom. That's your that is yeah. your mom. She yeah. she is a mother and she has a child. And then someone tries to do something devastating. People didn't know what happened. People didn't know if there was a train coming. People didn't know what. But I have an exclusive uh, guest coming in to explain it all. Okay, I want to I want to see. I, I'm curious now. You built the someone, suspense. Someone said they knew everything that has gone on, and I I said tell me no more. Just come right in and explain yourself. Okay, I would. Okay, bring them in. Bring him in. That's the place where I gotta talk about what happened. Okay. Wow, you're a, you're a large man. Phil, that's Freight Train from Five Dollar Wrestling. Oh, okay. I've never uh, made the uh, acquaintance. Nice of... to meet you. Is your name Phil? Yeah, my your name's name's Scott. Are you two brothers to one another? Yeah, I guess we are kind of brothers from another mother. Well, that's nice. It's nice to meet you, boys. So wait, how does? Your name is Freight Train. My name is Freight Train. I'm with Five Dollar Wrestling. Okay, so if but you ever watch Five Dollar Wrestling? No, but I can guess based on the name of it what it's like. It's right. only five dollars. You watch me, Freight Train. I wrestle. Okay, so uh, you wrestle for? Do people pay you five dollars to wrestle? They pay five dollars to you give me five dollars. I'll wrestle anybody. You are going to starve to death. That's not enough money to sustain a career. For, at Arby's, you can get uh, two roast beef sandwiches for $5. God, remember when it used to be five for five? That wasn't that long ago. Oh, well, now you get a two for five. Sometimes I go up there, they know me real well, so I can get five for five still. And I live pretty good. <laughs> okay, great. So Mickey James got pushed on railroad tracks. You've got the inside scoop on what happened next? She got pushed into me. Oh, because you're a train. I'm a freight train. Okay. James Storm told me, you take out Mickey James. So that's what I did. What? He pushed her into my arms, and I took Mickey James out on a nice date. Oh, that's nice. We went out, and we had a lot of fun. Wait, did she want to go out on this date? She was pushed? What do you mean? Like, uh, if she was like, pushed, and then she landed in your arms, and you took her out on a date, was she just like... No, let me go. I've got a baby daddy. A lot of people have fear of heights, so they don't necessarily want to jump when stuff like that happens. But I was on a lower place than where the tracks were and the platform. So then he just pushed her into my arms and then we went on a date. So she was, uh, she was. We went to Fuddruckers. You went to Fuddruckers? We went to Fuddruckers and had some cheeseburgers. (laughs) But I put my French fries inside the cheeseburger, so that way I eat my French fries and the cheeseburger at the same time. You know, I used to do that when I was six, too. I'm not six, though. Okay. I'm 38 years old. Oh, God, I'm I so sorry. I wrestled for $5 wrestling. So to save up for Fuddruckers, you had to wrestle, what, four times, five times? I had to wrestle four or five times. There was no Arby's nearby. Otherwise, I would have taken Mick and James to Arby's. <laughs> it's a good date for certain parts of the country. It was real great. Then we played skee-ball. Really? That's another wrestling once in order to pay for skee-ball, right? Yeah, I won a lot of tickets. Did you? I oh, won that's good. so many t- I'm very good at ski ball. I'm able to get it in the 500 hole. Okay. Because I wrestle for $5 wrestling. So that gives you ski ball superpowers to get it in the 50 point, 500 point. Yeah, the, 
the five oh oh hole. Okay, that's five dollars. Now I have to ask, Mickey James. So she's just getting dragged along on this, or at this point is she starting to like get uh, Stockholm syndrome? I was told by James Storm their both names is James, but they's not related. Mickey James and James Storm. They're uh, not from the same mama. No, that's first names are given and surnames are usually received. Yeah, he's a sir and she's a given. <laughs> okay. So he said take her out, so that's what I did. And soon she'll want to be my wife because we're going to go out again soon. Well, she's unmarried. That's, that's what he said, that she's not married. And I like babies a whole lot. Oh, does that mean that you want to be a father? I'd love to be a father. I don't know how it quite all works yet, but I'll pet a child. You'll pet a child? I'll feed it and I I'll think pet you got, it. you got a lot of learning to do. That sounds more like I something you do with the... I take it outside so it can go to the bathroom. Okay, now you're thinking of a, a cat or a dog. I'll or... put it inside of a shoebox and put a heat lamp on it and <laughs> okay. sit on it until it hatches. All right, that's a that's a, uh, that's a a terrible idea. I, I don't want you around. I hope the baby sheds its skin when it gets older. All right, but you shouldn't be a parent yet. And then all the feathers fall off. Nope, that's... And turns into a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> that's not how any animal animal functions but uh no you shouldn't you shouldn't be a father yet then you you should learn i mean babies have to be cared for like humans like would you like to be put in a shoe box and have a heat lamp on you all those things happened to me when i was what? a baby i don't see why it's any different to have this happen to another baby oh, God. is that why you're you know simple is that why i wrestle for five okay <laughs> yes you do mickey it- james is gonna be my new wife with a baby uh, so uh what's your plans for a proposal then if you're gonna marry her Mickey James, will you marry me? Are you saying that on this podcast right now? This, did she hear this? Is I, this in her house? We can tweet at her and ask. Oh, I tweet for five dollar wrestling. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you tweet for five dollars, and I'm like, if I, I tweet, tweet for, for five dollars. We can go to Arby's afterwards. There we. If I could five tweet for five dollars, I'd do nothing but tweet all day. I want Mickey James to marry me because I'm the freight train that ran over her heart. Oh, that's kind of nice. I actually now hope that this happens. It's like Jenny and Forrest Gump. What does that mean? Nothing. I'm not going to go into depth with that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but do you do know what love is? For $5 wrestling, Jenny and Forrest Gump? I'll wrestle them for $5. You know, I bet Forrest Gump would. I could see that as a set piece in his film. Well, I never heard of Forrest Gump, but if he can wrestle, I'll wrestle him. Okay, well, you should go find Forrest Gump and go wrestle him. All right, I have a baby in my car. I need to oh, go God. hatch. I'll see you later. Oh, Bye-bye. Jesus. Uh, no, the baby. Oh, God, that baby's probably dead. God, that is. That, yeah, he's a, he's a terrible parent. No, Yeah, he's way too big and powerful to be that, you know, yeah, disconnected yeah. from reality. He's very disconnected from reality. Boof. But now to get back connected to reality tom anstey from wrestling memes the maker of the best wrestling memes there are on all the internet you can look here you can look there but it's not that great at wrestling underscore memes on twitter facebook.com slash wrestling memes go like all the memes that he makes on there they're fantastic he did one recently with uh, brock lesnar and jj security that is great we're gonna put it on our facebook page as well but he's talking with one half of the geezers talking all things geese from the download festival and of course to learn all about what happened with north korea enjoy this interview with sebastian
Alright, so it is a uh, lovely cold winter. Not winter, it's not winter anymore. It's a, it's a lovely cold evening though. It was sunny, it was hot. We've just been to uh, a Southside show and I am joined by Sebastian who is um, the future, yeah? The future? Yeah, it's uh... The future? <laughs> the future. I think it's a bit overused now. Uh, um, what are you then? I'm Kensington's finest, standing in the middle of... Saint-Evenage. In Stevenage. There's a Hollywood Bowl in front of me right now. It's because we're high class. It, yeah, we are high class. Yeah. Um, but we're basically here because I learned something amazing about you today. Yes, you did. Um, North Korea hates you. Yeah, they do. Tell me your North Korea story. Well, you see, before I was a global superstar, I was actually a hairdresser uh, in West London. And I decided that on a slow day at work, I would put up a poster for uh, an offer for men's hair. And I actually... You... There's, some, there's some lads. So I put a poster up, um, trying to entice men to come in and have their hair done. So what I did was, at the time, there was a news story going around about how North Korean students were only allowed one haircut, and it was actually Kim Jong-un's. So I put a poster up, a big blown-up poster, A0, of Kim Jong-un, with the caption, Bad hair day, 30% off all gents' cuts for the month of April. Just so happened, without my knowledge, that the North Korean embassy was a 10-minute walk away from my town. <laughs> Um, and yeah, about like fucking six hours later, uh, North Korean officials came into the salon. I genuinely thought like it was one of my mates pulling a prank. So I kind of like laughed it off and they said, no, you need to take this poster down. Do you know who this is? And I was like, well, I'm very well aware of who it is. That's why I put the poster up. You're going to take this down. I was like, okay. I was like, look, I'm not going to take the poster down. I think you guys need to leave. And he was like, we're going to make sure this poster's down. We're about to make sure this poster's down. I was like, okay, fine. Do what you do. He goes, okay, we'll see. And then walked out. And I'm literally never been so shit scared in my life. So, and it just so happened that while I was in there, while they, while they came in, I was actually cutting someone's hair from the Evening Standard. That evening, the, no, uh, sorry, the night after, that was on the front page of the news. Of the Evening Standard. Of the Evening Standard. Which for, for uh, non, uh, non-English listeners is, um, it's like a free daily paper that goes on like all the underground trains, like I think they do it the day or something like that. That's it, that's it. And then, um... So yeah, I mean, like, that was a bit crazy. The next day, got up, walked to work. Every news station in the country and all over the world were standing outside our salon wanting an interview. It went everywhere. It was on, like... It literally went global. It went global. It was on CNN, fucking NBC, everywhere, all, all over the place. Insane. And, like, did you... What, what Did the Korean embassy do anything after that? What, how did they respond to it going global? Um, well, uh, aside from us having, like, random letters put through our door from, like, people obviously pretending to be North Korean <laughs> threatening to assassinate me, saying, telling me to check, make sure I check the bottom of my car before I turn it on, and, you know... What happened? Well, maybe you accidentally got a real one, and were like, oh, it's a fake yeah. engine on... Yeah, that's it. I mean, literally, I was actually looking over my shoulder for a good three, four months after that. That's genuinely the truth. Like, I was quite worried. Because, obviously, I didn't know <laughs> if any, like, fucking activist was going to come over and just decide to you know, pop me in the head or something, or they'd like to snipe me on my way home. It's just, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard, I think. It's yeah, just, I, mean, I, I, like, I, I just saw you, I was like, 
wait, that was you. It was. In- I, I, I still remember to say because it was such an amazing thing. It was like literally uh, a year anniversary last week, actually. So yeah, I mean, like you know, I mean, I've, I've never I've, been assassinated yet. I haven't, but I probably will be because seeing as every time I come out to the ring, I call him out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't, don't go to North Korea. I think if you stay clear of maybe that kind of area. Oh, I don't know, man. I like, right. I like my bookings. You know, I'll. I'll I'll take oh, one. Maybe I'll t- like I'll take one, one of the. That's that North. There was a North Korea show like three months ago. So they, maybe they, you can get on the next one. They did a. They did. They, you know, they did a wrestling show there quite recently. So. And then you can come out to Firework by Katy Perry. I can. I can. Love <laughs> Firework. And they'll be like, I was so wrong about I, you. Oh, he, he, it was. It was. It was just showing them how you can just tell him. The, the poster was showing you what a good haircut looks like. Exactly. That's what exactly. a bad hair We'll become, you know, we'll become best friends and, you know, go to a strip club and... Exactly. You know, hit it off. Hey, maybe they can make a movie about it, right? <laughs> the haircut. That's it. <laughs> the haircut, yeah. All right, well, it has been a pleasure, Sebastian. Thank you um, very much. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, at if you see Seb. And I'm going to give a little shout-out to my friend, Mr. Tom Irving. You can follow him on Twitter, at Mr. Tom Irving. He's geese. He is absolutely geese. Piss off North Korea. Whoa, I won't. Don't. Never again. Don't do it. Yeah. It made news. It made actual news. Well, I guess no publicity is bad publicity unless it gets you murdered. (laughs) True. As the old saying goes. So in the upcoming weeks, we're going to have more with Tom uh, from Download Festival. Like I said before, Marty Scroll, Eddie Dennis, Jimmy Hammock, and more geese action we got going on. So uh, check that out in the future and go check out wrestling memes. Nice. It is time for jerk tweets. Follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. It could be anything about the podcast. It could be anything about geese because we know all about geese now. Yeah. It could be about the movie Dave Made a Maze that uh, Steve and I were a part you of. You could send me fan messages now at this point. I've been on the podcast a lot. True. It could be, um, hey, can Joel take another slap on another episode of the Sports 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 There podcast we go. Available on iTunes and SoundCloud and ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. That's where it is. That's where it is. Axe Wielding Alex says, if you got a wrestling-themed tattoo, what would it be, and where on your body would you place it? Whoa. Um, wrestling-themed tattoo. You know, I'll start off while you get some time to think. Okay. Um, I considered, at one point, two potential wrestling tattoos. Really? Yes. Nice. Um, no, because I have no canvas, and it would look terrible. Yeah. Uh, and here's why. Here's why it would especially be terrible. The first one... It's something I still hold dear. I wanted a necklace of the Sooner, like a pendant of uh, the basically the Mick Foley symbol where you have a smiley face representing mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it was the mankind face mask over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like it incorporated all three symbols like mankind, dude, love and cactus jack. Like I think there's a little tie dye thing on there mm-hmm. or a peace sign. And it had, I had seen it before, and I went, like, that's perfect. Like, that represents all these characters that I love. Yeah. And I love McFoley. And I thought maybe the shoulder, you know, the, the side of the arm there. Yeah. Up at the top. But I don't know. That's something you got to explain to everybody. And it's just that one tattoo. Yeah. That was the one thing that was in strong consideration. And then the other one I had in consideration was a Benoit tattoo. Whoa. A Chris Benoit tattoo because he was my other favorite wrestler. Yikes. And so That'd if been a I tough one. something that said Chris Benoit or it's, uh, like a, his face or I, mean, I don't even know what it would have been. because yeah. I didn't think about it that much, but that's who, who, what the two considerable tattoos were. 
is like getting Benoit and then for the rest of my life going, hey, well, you don't really understand. He had some concussions and uh, late deteriorated brain and then Alzheimer's and uh, all that. So uh, uh, that would have been fucking That would have been terrible. Are you terrible. kidding me? You, ever, you would have constantly been branded as like, oh, that's sad. That thing on you is yeah, sad. Literally branded. Like, imagine if like you were getting frisky with a girl who liked uh, wrestling, mm-hmm. and then she took off your your clothing, and Ooh. she saw that, and she'd be like, "Now I'm not. I can never be horny again." Yeah, my lady boner just went down. Beep. <laughs> uh, I know what mine would be. You do? Yes. Okay. It would be uh, a full body tattoo wrap right. around the back of my neck, all the way down my front, and then wrap around my lower back. Of of AJ Lee as if she had her legs wrapped around my waist and then uh, around my shoulders with her arms. Oh, so where's her head and face? They would be buried into my neck, so it would be like the back of her head tattooed on there. So she's like a koala bear, right? It'd be on like a koala bear. On you. But she used to do that when she was falling in love with all the wrestlers for that while. Yeah. She would like jump up and do like the like. Uh, legs around the waist and hug around the neck thing oh my god i know we're putting a lot on the listeners at this point i don't know anybody's technical skills because mine are fucking i got nothing yeah but i would submit if we could if we need a green screen i don't know what we need but a a topless photo of phil ranta yeah and then someone superimposes his tattoo on phil so we could see what it looks like and see if maybe his girlfriend is down for this right i mean it'd be easy to find a topless photo of me because you could just go on the the porn classmates.com and just find all of my sex tapes that i've labeled chronologically (laughs) (laughs) from every one of the both times i've had sex Nice. nice nice two knock him out brother there we go knock him out. 33 years old and i got twice all right that's pretty good not bad that's I'm not pleased. bad at all pleased with myself phil you know who's also pleased with themselves who's that all these guys from nxt yeah all these kids from nxt all these rookies coming in because it's an influx into the wwe now yeah a lot of people love nxt i've been one not to not to divulge everything about how i feel about nxt but i'm not that enthusiastic about it as everyone else and i'm sure there's a lot of people going what are you crazy it's the best wrestling show there is blah 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 mm-hmm. it's fine i like it when these guys get to the main roster we've right. had kevin owens come from nxt up to the main roster we've had uh uh god who else um Sami Zayn uh, teased it for a little bit there, but he, he went back down. Every time we get a tease, like Paige came from NXT. Mm. All these characters, Bo Dallas coming from NXT. Uh, and it just seems to be more and more. The Lucha Dragons, mm-hmm. uh, the Ascension. So many guys coming from NXT, and they're just constantly going, oh, the next talent's coming from there. Right. Well, it's always got to come from somewhere, obviously. Yeah. But one of the other guys that has recently come from NXT, who's now on the main roster, is Neville. Oh, I don't know if you know of Neville or not. A little bit. I know you watch Sparsely. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a uh, English. He's a uh, he's a little guy, but he's built like a brick shit house. Like he's really uh, built, and um, he can do this amazing aerial assault maneuvers. That's he's got cool. This move called the Red Arrow, where he jumps off the turnbuckle, flies all over the place. He was in the Money in the Bank match. Did all these crazy moves. Everybody's going crazy for Neville. He's the man that gravity forgot. And NXT, he was called Adrian Neville. And then they shorten his name. Yeah, I think it's a good move. Uh, so Neville sounds just, more Britishy. Just Neville now. Yeah, and uh, he's making a big impact everywhere, but uh, doesn't really talk a whole lot. Doesn't really say much. Uh, huh. People are questioning. Maybe it's like a Jeff Hardy thing where he doesn't have a whole lot of personality or not very interesting or something. I don't know. There's a lot of speculation. Need you do a podcast. 
He then should he do get a practice talking. He should get on and just get comfortable. You right. Know? He should get comfortable being in front of that live crowd. Maybe it's nerves. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the character isn't quite there for him yet because he can do it in the ring, no problem. Yeah. Well, but, maybe we should bring him in. Oh, is he here today? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I saw. I, I mean, thought that it was convenient that you were talking about Neville because he's. I mean, he was here. Well, Steve normally handles that sort of. Oh, thing. okay. But uh, yeah, if he's here, yeah. Yeah, let's bring him in. Means, let's get right, Neville let's in get here. Him. Oh, hello. It's a pleasure to be here. Neville, hi. Yes. It's, uh, it's, uh, oh, here, let me stand up. Hey. No, hey. Uh, oh, oh, you're a tall drink of water then. Yeah. Well, Look I'm at not. you. All right. You're the, you're another man gravity forgot because you got stretched out as if you, uh, your whole body was made of taffy. <laughs> and there was no gravity, so it just kept stretching skyward. All right. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm a, I'm a tall guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, sh- I'm a shorter guy. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to. So you don't have to rub it in, you piece of shit. <laughs> well. What? I'm just saying you don't have to rub it in, you piece of shit. No, I'm Go just... fuck yourself with your height. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Nothing! I'm just, I'm just saying. I have my hand extended for a handshake. Right, and I noticed your big lanky arms, you twat. <laughs> okay, I get it. You're joking around. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right, uh, so here, have a seat. Have Come a seat. on, that's how we do it in NXT. We oh, bust, right. we bust well, balls. Sure, sure. Yeah. And you're now up on the main roster. You're in, you're in, uh, you're on Raw. You're on SmackDown. You're on I'm up the on the main roster. Yes, I, I've finally been promoted. It's great. It's not going to keep a short guy down forever, even though we've been ghettoized because of assholes like you our entire lives. What? You big, tall motherfucker. <laughs> what is happening? Nothing. It seems like you're coming at me right now. I'm not coming at it's you. It's your first no, time it's all on right. the podcast, and you just seem I'm to I'm a be- high flyer. For, for people like you, I'd wrap my legs around your neck, and I'd snap it off. <laughs> Why? What did I do? If I was wrestling you... That's what I would do. Oh, all right. So it's your... It's your it's or your if I just didn't strategy. like the look in your face, which I don't right now. You piece of shit. <laughs> what? I am so confused on what to do. No, it's fine. Aren't you going to ask me questions? I'm on an interview type program. Sure. Uh, all right. I just don't want to upset you. So uh, hold on. Let me just. Why this. would I be upset? Is it because of my height? I, Little no. short guys going to get upset? Got a Napoleon complex? No. It, well, no, huh? no, no. Little no, short I, guy must have a tiny little dick. Tiny little dick in these tight little pants. Do you? Do you? you piece of shit. How dare you? How dare know. you? I have a human-sized dick. I, Regular <laughs> human-sized dick. And this short body, it makes it look even bigger. You'd have to have a dick twice as big in order to look normal on your big old lanky body, you piece of shit. Well, look, I, I don't... My dick is normal-sized. Good. Not, not too big, not too small. It's the porridge that Goldilocks ate. She enjoyed it, too. <laughs> Goldilocks... Right. I'm trying to get... Not too hot, not too cold. Right, your dick is just right for Goldilocks. Oh, don't say it so sarcastically, you motherfucker. No, I'm not. Look, I'm trying to understand. I'm going to take you down a peg, and then you'll be my size. Look. One peg shorter. I don't... I'm not coming at you. I'm not saying you have a Napoleon complex, Neville, but it seems like you're very upset about something. No, I'm not upset about anything. Here, let's talk about... This is how I always am. Let's talk about puppies or whatever the fuck. Let's talk about your name. A lot of people talk about your name, that it was Adrian Neville. Yeah. And then it just got shortened to Neville. I know what you're thinking. Uh, Sorry, it got... It got, uh, changed to Neville. No, I heard what you said the first time. Sorry. It got what to Neville? I I had said it got... It got... Shortened. Shortened? (laughs) It got what... Eat my sh- eat my shit. Eat it got short what? Eat shit eat my shit? Why are you telling me to eat your shit? Eat my shit, I you motherfucking twat. Look piece of garbage. I'm not Bring look, me in on the podcast, you make me shorten myself. Bring you another podcast. You bring bring me another podcast. I can't bring you another podcast. Alright, I'll suffer it out with you, you big tall sky reaching giant 
ape baboon. Look, you can jump higher than I am. Isn't that something? Well, yeah, it's something. Like to see you get laid. <laughs> what? I'd like to see you get laid. Probably not going to happen. I'm on television. What are you on, you fucking podcaster? Yeah, look, I, it's you know, it looks... It's it's hard for me, all right. I yeah on TV. I know really, it's hard for you. You're really in shape, and my friend. Troy, you saying my dick can't get hard because I'm short? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> nope. It I, can. I didn't. It can I get normal sized hard. I didn't say any of this. This is you putting it out yeah. there. I'm not editing this episode in a weird way. Right. Things were said. It's not a shower. It's not a grower. It's just right. Hey, good for you, man. Look, it's I, the bed that Goldilocks slept in. I don't understand. If you know what I mean. It's so. It's Goldilocks slept on your dick. Oh, you son of a bitch. I don't understand. You son of a bitch. I don't understand. Oh, you fucking twat. You think you can bring me in from another country, beat me in the Revolutionary War, and then come over here with your giant hulking body, your huge <laughs> frame, your six foot four. Wait, six foot five. four? Six foot six. Oh, five. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I shortened you by an inch. Yeah. Well, look. Oh, I apologize. How tall are you? You're going to really ask me that? I was, You're going to ask me how tall I was? You asked me how tall I was. It seemed only fair. I'm shorter than six foot five. All right. Look, All right. It's not a big deal. You fucking twat. Look, Rey Mysterio did a lot. He's a short Oh, guy. now I'm Rey Mysterio <laughs> size? No. Or I'm four foot three? No, look, Is that what you're saying now? Look, Shawn Michaels did a oh, lot. Oh, you piece of guy. shit. No. You are going to... I'm going to crap right in your mouth. No, you're going to take a on. huge poop. You, directly, in your, it's gonna come out your nostrils, so it'll make you giggle while I'm pooping in your mouth. Is it normal size or is it like rabbit pellets? Oh, it's normal size. It's the poop that Goldilocks ate. Uh, what does that mean? What are you talking about? What does, what does that it mean? mean? What are you talking about? What does I don't it know mean? What that means it's the poop that Goldilocks ate. It's just right. Okay, Neville. Ask I, me questions about my career like an interviewer does. Okay, I will. Just, I'm not. I'm not going after anything else. I just want to get an answer about your career. Okay. Look, um, money in the bank, that must have been a highlight of your career. Was that the biggest point in your career thus far? The biggest <laughs> point? I'm sorry. Is it the biggest point? No, I have to say the biggest point is looking up to your knobby head as <laughs> halfway to the fucking stars. You big, tall piece of shit. What are you? You're like the Statue of Liberty's taller brother. Look at you, you freak show, huh? With your big googly frame. <laughs> You piece of shit, you fucking piece of shit. You're so much taller. I get it. How? You've embarrassed me in I front of all your little fans. I didn't mean to. You've embarrassed. Oh, I'm going to go home and cry. Oh, I'm going to go. <laughs> no, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Are you upset because... <laughs> I'm fake crying, you oh, twat. All right. I'm fake I'm making fun of you. All right. Yeah, why don't you go grab something off a high shelf? I will. What do you need? Do you no, need don't you rub it in Sorry, my face. I, I don't you rub it in my anything face. Anything that you need, you could just jump to because you're that athletic. You're oh, that gifted. Jump to it. You're that good. You're that good in the ring. Well, thank you. That's a kind compliment. Sure. Do you know why they call me Neville? No. It's not because they shortened my name. Then why do they call you Neville? Sounds more British y. It makes a lot of sense. Neville, thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. You fucking googly twat! Look at you! Uh, what? If you go on OkCupid, you have to sign up for two profiles because you're double-bodied. You're double-bodied. Double fucking twat. Fuck you, you fuck. Fuck you, you twat. Fuck you. All right. All right. God, he was pissed. He was pissed. What was that? I, he was really outraged at the fact that I was so tall. I usually like the tiny ones. And he's, I mean, he's a shorter guy. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe if I take my headphones off and show him the solidarity of the ears, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that would help. I don't know. He's just coming at me. He You're was in the same tribe, ear-wise. I see why he doesn't talk on TV a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, he's Anybody a... taller than him would just, they'd be holding on to that uh, bleep button. Yeah, that would be everybody. Be everybody. Yeah. Oh, man, him and the big show? Woof. Except Kalisto. He's yeah. tinier. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. He's a little, little guy. Somebody. Gosh. All right. Well, NXT's Neville now on the main roster is, uh, I say he has a bit of a Napoleon complex. Yeah, but I wish him well. <laughs> I, I wish do. Him well I too. wish him well. In his future endeavors. Yeah. Um, that wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks, but there's a lot to still mention here. Uh, next week and then the upcoming weeks, as I said, Wrestling Memes, uh, Tom Ancy is going to bring us more interviews from Download Festival. So that's going to be really exciting. So go check out Wrestling Memes on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if he's on Instagram or not. That's a, hmm. a curious thing. I seem to be in the constant, uh, not constant, regular rotation of uh, guest hosts on Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. Love that show. It's a, it's a fun time, um, and they haven't booted me off of there. So I, I, I on there this uh, the two weeks ago, it was Sin Bodie. Um, and then this last week was uh, Eli Drake from TNA, or if you're a Southern California wrestling fan, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood's sean ricker all right nice yeah he's a, right. he's a big funny dude and sharing stories about dusty roads on there and next week they're talking about getting x-pac on the show whoa that'd be fun so i might be on there for that as well nice so check that out on uh they're on the youtube and they're on the itunes and all that if you want to hear me jabber on more i'm on the after buzz smackdown crew now uh permanently so i'm back on after buzz tv and on the smackdown crew we talk smackdown each and every week there and, of course, the 16 Bits podcast with Josh Callahan and myself. Josh Callahan had a full report going to E3 this past week. Nice. Uh, talking about everything. He took a picture with Miyamoto. That's fun. Yeah, it looks like he had his thumb right up his ass. There we go. Mm-hmm. Right up there. Um, so Josh tells about everything he saw at E3. Phil and I have been in the past. Did you get to go this year? I did not. go. I had tickets. Okay. I couldn't make it. And then, bummer. Uh, and then hopefully Steve Sears will be back on again soon. And uh, we have more stuff coming up. And, uh, Phil, what about you? Uh, well, you should listen to my podcast, soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. Uh, we like to say it's kind of like curtain jerks, but with all sports, I play this Well, I play. I am the sports outsider. I don't know much about sports. Uh, I'm more of a color guy. That's what makes this show accessible to everyone. Cause like, Oh, I don't know if I want to listen to a sports podcast. Phil is the guy that doesn't watch sports. Yeah. Makes fun of everything that happens. Yeah. And, uh, as Neville might say, takes the piss out of all That's of it. That's true. And it's sketch, it's improv, it's mm-hmm. uh, we do characters, it's fun. It's yeah. fun. If you like this show, you'll love Sports, Sports, Sports. Podcast. Absolutely, yeah. And, of course, my personal Twitter, at Phil Ranta, mm-hmm. P-H-I-L-R-A-N-T-A. And then uh, if you're ever in Los Angeles on Sunday night, Sunday night's at 9, uh, go to Second City Hollywood, check out Bro Squad 5. You'll see me and Scott on stage uh, making up comedy. And Steve. And Lehman, who's and been Lehman. on the show. Everybody's there you go, everyone. Here. Uh, Lehman wasn't on here when I was on here, you piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then watch YouTube, just generally. I, I'll pitch for YouTube. That's my day job is I, I support YouTube creators. What's your favorite YouTube show right now? Uh, Cyanide and Happiness. Okay. It's a what great channel. It's cartoons? It's cartoons. cartoons. Like stick figure cartoons. Okay. Dark. It's fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and I will put out to you, the listener, Phil said he wants to watch uh, Troy and myself do DDP yoga. Do you? Yeah. Tweet us, Facebook us, anything. Email us, curtainjerks at gmail.com. Let me know if that's something you'd like to see, and I'll see if I can put that in place. If Troy ever buys DDP Yoga, I got a lot of wrestling shirts. There you go. I got them. I might have to get more if we're we're serious about it. And it's for your health. 
Blah. It's good for it. No, everyone should be doing this campaign so that you'd live longer. No, that's a, that's a good point. Yep. And we need to see Kurt Angle on Conan O'Brien. We need yep. to relive that. So tweet it at Kurt and Jerks. Tweet it at Phil Ranta so we can enjoy that. And that wraps us up here. So for Kurt and Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Phil Ranta. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like oh that was uh, quotable and then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there and if you're an aesthetics person orange accents right orange is the new black guys <laughs> yeah that's not gonna be dated <laughs> no way no jason way. biggs jason biggs. wcw champion if there is still around yeah that's how it works so it's the orange is the new black wcw crossover jason biggs is the new championship that belt's almost as big as his head it is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> <laughs> Meow. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos, ideas, videos, ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. Uh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. Enjoy my own bits for a change. Your bits you are constantly laughing at your own. My bits are very funny.